Chris Chows. Welcome back to the show. We got another loaded room, baby. We are missing Kyle, though, but I mean, it is me. It is are Ethan. Really? It is. Are we really uh, missing really. him? I mean, we're not really missing him. I guess I shouldn't have said that, but we got Jake. We got Ethan. We got Rem. What's going on, boy? Uh, I'm excited to talk all things football, non-football. We were just talking about snowfall. We were talking about some steam. I mean, we, we could go off on any possible tangent we can think of over here in the next hour or so. Yeah, things were getting they were getting kind of steamy in here, but I am excited to talk about what we have on the docket because we've had some big news over the last 48 hours or so. Some of it's uh, a little bit premature, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Ethan, Ethan, did you know we had a docket? I got no docket. Did you get a docket? A, a docket? Yeah, did anybody send you the docket? Yeah, I'm the only doc I know of, so <laughs> I don't know about this docket guy. I remember Darnell docket. He played guy. for the, the Cardinals. Darnell Dockett. Darnell was a beast. How long have you how been since Holy that's right. See, I don't know the, that guy because I'm not a hundred years old like you. So that's, like, that's a, the Wikipedia of football. Man. All right, Darnell then Dr. Ethan Turner's okay, a dick. Dar- Dar- right. Darnell hey. didn't he didn't play that long ago. Like it was fairly recent. Yeah, he was, was in, in the two thousands. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up, Ethan. Hey, I'm sorry, okay. Uh I will say I don't miss Kyle. I'm pretty sure he's at uh, Disney World right now and if you're at Disney World and you see a grown man walking around in a velvety robe, uh, turn that man in. Mm-hmm. Call Just the police. Turn him in. Call the police instantly. He has committed crimes. And tell him his I mean, calves are, are small. Yeah. As long as there aren't any schools in the area, he's fine. He's not breaking any sort of rules. <laughs> Dude, Darnell Doggett and me are the exact same age. Oh, look at that. He is old then. <laughs> I was waiting for it. You guys are a bunch of dicks in here. Perfect. Bunch of dicks. Hey, I love it. You hired us. I'm starting to regret it. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Well, I mean, well, Rams are, he's, he's already brought up that there's some some big news. There is. There was big news, and then there wasn't big news, and then there was big news again. And right. then there was controversial news. And I mean, we'll start <laughs> off with happy trails. Mr. Tom Brady, the goat himself. Finally, he gets to call his own shot. Adam Chef kind of blew him up and uh, called his retirement before he got to. That's kind of a dick move. But hey, you know what? Tom Brady, he retires, Chris. I mean, that's your boy over there. You're wearing the jersey today in Ooh. respect and homage for your man. You know, I, I will say 20 years of Tom Brady killing my Buffalo Bills. You know, you think I'd be happy today. I'd be like, yes, we're finally rid of this bastard. And you know what? I'm actually kind of sad because the NFL is not going to be the same without Tommy touchdown. Did you know that uh, Tom Brady has more Super Bowl MVPs than he does losses against your Bills? Thanks for that. Appreciate it. You're welcome. What else you got? Kick, kick him, kick him in the nuts again, Ram. Go for keep it. Keep going. Come on, man. There's no cup. Just keep going. <laughs> I mean, another stat that I, I found was uh, only once in Tom Brady's career did he lose more than two games in a row, and that was dating back to like 2002 or 2003. I mean, the guy just didn't lose. Um, I think the most losses he had against a single team was, in fact, the Miami Dolphins. I think he had like 12 or 13 losses against them. And it was almost always like the final game of the season against them in Miami, because for whatever reason, Tom Brady just couldn't beat Miami in Miami. So that was that was fun to see. I I found this one earlier, too. It says in 22 seasons, Tom Brady lost 73 regular season games Mm -hmm. in 22 seasons. The last seven seasons alone, the the Jets Jets have lost 76. (laughs) Yeah, oh yeah. my god. He has he oh is actually uh, number 3 on the all-time list for 
win percentage for, for quarterbacks. The top two guys on that list, Brady has played over 150 games more than both of those guys combined. That is absolutely insane. Wow. Are you going to miss him, Ethan? I think I am going to miss him just in that even if he got to the point. Okay. So I will say that Tom Brady goes through this is a perfect example of sports and how you can hate and love a guy by the end of his career, but you hate him during the career. And he's definitely a great example of that. We see it in other sports too. I mean, Jordan had got people that just hated him. Now I think he's very well respected LeBron James. Uh, Tom Brady is right up there with when you're watching him throughout his career, I hated him as, especially as a Steelers fan, I'm right there with Chouse in terms of just like, he beat my Steelers a lot and a lot of big games mm-hmm. and that we didn't make it to because of Tom Brady. And so I was not a fan of him all the time, but the last two years, I really have turned the, the page and, and look at, at his career and what he's done for football and just in general, what he means to the sport. And I can respect that. And I respect that a lot. So uh, I am going to miss him just because I, I like the, the threat of uh, having, you know, playing against him and what it, what it meant to, I mean, he showed it even in his last game, like he was never out of the game and we saw it in the Super Bowl at the biggest stage. We saw it, you know, in the playoffs the dude always showed up. Uh, you know, I'm not going to say he was always incredibly uh, well liked, but, uh, and then he, he does have some things that I think his legacy as a whole, you know, I, I, I wish Mac was on here. Cause I know Mac is like a big, uh, we can't forget about some of the scandals that happened in his career, but overall, I think that I will miss uh, him just for what he's, what he means for football. Yeah. And that's the whole thing is a lot of it has to do with where you're at. Right. I mean, I think I hated Brady cause he was in new England and mm-hmm. I don't think I knew anything about Brady. I don't think it was until he got to Tampa Bay that you started to see some of the personality side of Brady. And that's what made a lot of people be like, oh, this guy's not a total douche. You know what I mean? Like, he's actually pretty cool because he was on such lockdown in New England. He -hmm. didn't do anything. Then all of a sudden he gets to Tampa Bay and after every week he's posting social media posts with some kind of catchy music in the background that's kind of talking trash to the opposing team with some highlights and and all of a sudden you start... Yeah, you start seeing him in more commercials with it, and all of a sudden he's getting drunk at the parade and being helped. Mm. He looked more Throwing relatable. Yeah, he looked yeah. more relatable, looked more like a, a normal guy outside of New England, and I think that's why so many people kind of went from I hate Brady to eh, dude's pretty good. I'm, I'm I like Tom Brady, and I think it had to do with the the difference in, in situations. And I mean, is this what we're going to start to expect from Mac Jones? Is everybody going to start hating Mac Jones here two, three, five, ten years down the road? Because he's literally going to be maybe not the same level as Brady, but in the same type of system where maybe a lot of people are going to think, man, Mac Jones is just, he's a, he's a boring dude. But maybe if we got him outside of New England, he ain't that bad. I think yeah. people with Mac Jones, and not to go off on that, but I mean, watching him at you know Alabama, he wasn't the most eccentric, you know, polarizing player to begin with or personality wise at least um but yeah no I, I completely agree with you i think that with belichick and the way that that organization is being run yeah people are gonna be like you know mac jones may not get the the credit that he deserves because he is kind of a a ho-hum you know kind of personality you know how mac jones is exactly like tom brady though they hmm. both came into the league with dad bods that's true that's very true they very were true. they were they were 20 year old kids with dad bods already when they entered the nfl I'm just saying yeah. it's a little bit a little bit freaky the the similarities between the two. 
too coincidental, man. And I mean, <laughs> that's a, that, and that's a that's a big similarity. I mean, if that we're gonna a make comparisons between the two, let's put that at the top I mean, of the list. Dad bod measurements. I mean, that's scientific, isn't it, Ethan? That's like something like doctors would look at. And no, they're, it's they're, not. But oh, okay. it's definitely uh, it's definitely Drop that interesting. down real quick. I mean, granted, Tom Brady wasn't a first round pick, so they're not exactly the same. I said their bodies were the same. Damn it, dad bods, I'm man. Sorry, Stay on Jake. focus. They are both white dudes with not amazing physiques. Yes. I They're white like dudes with man boobs. I was just going to say man boobs. <laughs> oh. oh, Tom Brady. I mean, I, I agree. I think going to Tampa Bay, it was easier to like the guy, even when they were winning, even when he beat my bills too. that son of a bitch. I still, you know what? It's we'll shed a tear for Mr. Tom Brady. Cause I, he's got a lot of good stuff happening anyway. What do the Bucks do now is kind of where I'm, I was thinking after this. What the hell does this team do now? Bruce Arians like he coming back. He's like, hell yeah, I'm coming back because you didn't know Tom Brady was leaving fool. And now you're like, hey, man, you still want to keep your job. He wants to get the hell out of there because what are they doing, man? Jimmy G, Tyrod, Mitchie Biscuits, Andy Dalton, Teddy Bridgewater. Or do they go to the draft? I mean, these are your options right now, unless you're trading for some magical thing to get maybe Aaron Rodgers to come on board. But I don't see that happening. I mean, well, they're all not good options. Well, no. they're running into some cap issues with that at that level too. Um, Deshaun Watson. That's the whole thing we talked about. In like, the- I feel like we're still like, isn't that cap problem still? And and yeah, now you're gonna I mean, have to give up more be. capital too, right? So right, it would be. Um, I don't know, man. I, but if it's not one of, if it's not Deshaun Watson, if it's not Aaron Rodgers, if they're not trading for Russell Wilson, the team is, Mm -hmm. it's got to be blown up and started over. Cause you have to think that if they're going to turn to somebody like a Kyle Trask, that I highly doubt aren't turning to Kyle Trask, whatever as of right now, that's that's not what Twitter says. Whoa. And give (laughs) Kyle, hold on, give Kyle Trask his, his due there. Ethan, you're, I don't like how you just shrug that off. For this man right away. Yeah. Like, Kyle Trask is like, child, please. You don't give him that already. Give him a chance. Wouldn't you rather keep Kyle Trask than like, bring in Teddy Bridgewater? 100%. I mean, what else you got to yeah, lose? I might as well pay less money. You need to suck yeah. until you have a good quarterback. If yeah. You're, gonna you're not going to win up, that many more games, I don't think. Your goal is to at least... not win because the 2023 class actually has some game-changing quarterbacks in it or should have some. And so you're going to blow it up so that you can – hopefully get one of those guys and then build it back around that person. Hence the reason Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask could win you the eight games, man. He, he could, or he, or he could lose you 15. Or he could lose gonna, who is he going to throw the ball to? Because obviously Godwin is most likely gone. Evans He's going to have Evans. Gronk's Gronk probably is probably going to be gone. OJ well. Howard. So I mean, as far as, and don't don't bring up Tyler Johnson. Tyler please. Johnson. Don't, don't no. Tyler okay. Johnson, Jalen Darden, Mike Evans. Man, this is the new breed. That's not an eight win team. Do you know what's funny? If that actually what about hits, Scotty I'm, Miller. I'm gonna and Scotty Miller. We forget about Scotty, man. I, we forget about, about the, the speedy Scotty. You know, man, give it. I can't believe how much everyone just writes off Trask. Even Kyle Pitts came on Twitter the uh, today and was preaching support for his boy Kyle Trask. He had to. He was his. He was his teammate. Now he didn't what, have to. What about Jameis going? Could have been back? like. Mm. I know. I was thinking that too. What about Jameis going back to Tampa? I think Jameis leads them to a division title. In I don't mind division, it if it's, yep. like a two, if it's like a two-year contract. Look at the division, it. Ethan. It's led by a bunch of third-grade quality of, players right now. Yeah, but he's coming off an ACL tear. Like, 
Have you seen I the mean, roster of the Panthers? He, so did Joe Burrow. Burrow's, really Burrow's only 15 months off the ACL, and he's in the Super Bowl. Yeah, dude. If you can think that Joe Burrow and and Jameis Winston are mentally even close to the same guy, Joe Burrow has straight up ice in his veins, and most likely, a, a, he was like begging. His PTs didn't even go on vacations, dude. That guy was locked in from the start. You can't tell me that you can expect the same thing out of James. But you well, go yeah, to James, James Winston has, Winston's career has told you that he will be locked in like that. All right. If Joey B has ice in his veins, then you know James has got those crab legs in there, yeah. which is just as good. Dude, you need that and, for, for yeah. Who knows what James is going to look like health wise? I mean, but he knows the system there because he's already played in it. Yeah, I see where you're where you're going with this. It's not I a Super Bowl contending signing. You know, I mean, it's just it's a free agent quarterback that if you don't want to go to Kyle Trask, you pay him. I think the signs a minimum to a blow up here. Uh, I think they were making one more run. I don't think that they keep Fournette. I don't think they keep Godwin. They're losing. What, both what do you what do you do with likely. this they defense? Their coach, like what? But what do you do with this defense in that respect? Fine, they're going to lose Godwin, Fournette, etc. They lose Brady, Gronk's out the door. I mean, you still got guys like David. You got players on that line that you still have to pay. They're going to be there. So you're at a point where you're almost like the Atlanta Falcons now, where you don't know where you sit. Do you want to rebuild? Do you want to keep winning? Hey, we win five games out of eight. We're going to try for the playoffs. That's kind of how I feel they're going to be. So, I mean, okay, if it is Kyle Trask, yes, he's got he's got learning to do. I'm not saying he's going to be the next big thing, but I don't think he's as bad. He can make the – he can do – let me say he's the above average to above average, whatever the in-between of that is. That's kind of where I see Kyle Trask. He's Davis Mills. I w- I'm okay with that. I would I would even put Davis Mills above Trask. The, one, the thing with Trask that worries me is Ethan, his, Lee, Ethan his, looks like he's like he's Ethan is questioning po- his life right now. <laughs> his poise in the pocket is oh is below God. average. He rushes his throws oh, like he gets blow. scared when he gets pressured. Um, and so if he can improve on that, then fine. I mean, he's got a decent arm. His accuracy isn't bad, um, but it's the, he's just the guy's a statue in the pocket. Sure, but behind the offensive line that they have. Brady was kind of a statue too. Oh, and they yeah. kept him up. You know what I mean? So they have the offensive line to boom to all right. Touche. Touche. To, to have a quarterback like that. Shut up, Chelsea. Um, and when you it. look at the division, the Carolina Panthers, now that I'm hearing rumors out there that Matt Rule could be considered for the Michigan job. Oh, I have no idea how legit that is and how that would hmm. work with all the money that he was paid in Carolina. But we don't even know who the quarterback is for sure in Carolina. They're a complete hot mess. Atlanta, uh, Atlanta is going to lose Cordero Patterson. We don't know about Calvin Ridley. They have no idea what's going to go on in their backfield. I mean, just a bunch of question marks there. And then you have the Saints who just lost Sean Payton. We don't know about Michael Thomas. They have Alvin Kamara, and that's about it. So, I mean, there's, it's a division that's just up for grabs. Literally, this could turn into like a a Cowboys, Giants, you know, Washington football team type situation where all you got to do is finish 500 and you could win that division. Or if that, you you win six games, you could win the you division. You could win yeah. the division. I mean, it's, it <laughs> yes, could be could. really bad. And if they do want to continue, if Bruce Arians wants to stay, look at some of the wide receivers that are available in free agency. Sure, mm-hmm. they may lose a, a Chris Godwin. They may lose Gronk. They may lose O.J. Howard. But, I mean, you got Allen Robinson. You got Juju, Mike Williams. DJ Chark, Michael Gallup, other names that are out there, other players that could potentially fill some of those slots to put next to Evans, and you still have the weapons that you need to compete and win. Are you a Super Bowl winner? You have to look at it and say probably not, but we also looked at the Bengals 
six months ago and said, heck no, they ain't winning it either. And now all of a sudden, here we are. So anything can happen. And I think if they can kind of keep what they got, as long as not everybody leaves, there's a few other pieces out there that can kind of fill in and, and still make a run. I think with that, the defense they currently have, that's what I, I think say. the Bucks kind of have like a two-year window as far as, okay, what can we do with this offense, you know, to make it competitive, to make this team competitive again? Because after the next two or three seasons, a lot of those defensive pieces that they have are going to be gone because mm-hmm. the, the Bucks aren't going to have the money to repay them. Yep. And given the division, I mean, that's where I was going. Because the defense is so strong, now you're you're moving away from your strength of offense. Now you're going to rely on that defense. So the draft or the free agency could be dictated to say, we don't want to waste the talent we're already paying. And if mm-hmm. we do believe in Trask or if we bring in an Andy Dalton or Mitchie Biscuits or whatever to run this offense, you know, we're just asking you to manage the game, a.k.a. Alex Smith, uh, Tyler Henneke style. Win me the nine games, get us in the playoffs, and hey, you never know. Maybe we can make a run. Likely not, but... I mean, there are options. The Jameis thing is interesting because he is what almost five. He threw five thousand yards in this league, did he not? Yeah, he did his last year in Tampa Bay. I think. There you go. And uh, I he had like, so he, had like four hundred and twelve interceptions. But right. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you, you he guys, still threw um, for five thousand. There's there's one name you haven't mentioned that is also familiar with this system, and that's uh, Chouse's boy, Mister Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh yes, we forgot. Fitz, right? Mag- Fitz Magic is May- back. Maybe you bring back. Maybe you bring in Fitz Magic for for a year. You know, kind of that that gap guy. Because, like Ethan mentioned, the twenty twenty three class is really strong at quarterback. You know, let Fitz Magic do his thing for a season, and then go ahead and see if you can get your your quarterback of the future next season. Ethan, I think I think Fitz already. He's uh, you know too busy taking his shirt off at Bill Stadium yeah. uh, playoff game. Yeah, he has so. hypothermia already. Ethan, yeah. do you know anything about like the the hip injury for Fitz Magic to maybe? be something where it just ends his career and he retires or you think he can still play or do you not know anything about it and i just put you on the spot for no apparent I mean, reason it's a hip dislocation um it's very similar to what Tua had but Fitzmagic is not uh 20 years old so no. uh, so he's done you are concerned saying. about just long term um what that hips look hip looks like i mean i don't know i mean right, I, I, I guess Cross it's possible he could play again i mean <laughs> I don't really rule out modern, uh, you know, medical techniques with any of these guys anymore. Like if he wants to play, he probably can. Uh, the more the concern for me with that is just more like how much do you trust him? You know, can you if you put all your I mean, if you if you trust him enough to expect him to win you the division, which shouldn't be a hard division to win, even with some amazing quarterback play. Um, I just, his head, I his head hurts. You can see his head hurts over there already. <laughs> I just don't see any way that that makes the most sense. I guess like I would go with the younger arm. It gives you more, uh, less risk. I guess it, for, for me, and this is my, my thinking is if you know that you're going to be needing a franchise quarterback in the future, you're most likely going to be wanting a higher draft pick. And I'm not saying that you, you throw games. I'm not saying that maybe you, you pay your head coach, to throw Ooh. games for your team, Ooh. but I would think that you might Ooh. go with a quarterback that doesn't give you as great of a chance to win those games to net yourself a higher draft pick in the following draft. I see what you did there. I didn't you like did it. There? I didn't like it, but you know, well, we you got think some... you're, if you think the window is three years, why wouldn't you just tank one year and have and be competitive for a Super Bowl for the next two? Well, I was just talking about that as far as the defense is concerned and when the defensive players' contracts are up, you know, kind of giving that that window of, okay, can we actually make something happen in the next two to three seasons? Yes, but the best way to keep that defense is to draft a rookie quarterback on a cheaper deal. I agree, Long which term. is why I was mentioning if that you're going to resign, class like you did. 
Which is why we bring up Kyle Trask, who's on a rookie deal. Dude. Okay. Okay. All right. Boom. Hey, well, I mean, we've talked about all these names we're throwing out. Since we're talking about all of them, why does everybody, us included, we just did it. Like, it was somebody we didn't even bring up and mention as a potential candidate, but he's a, a former pro bowler. He's a guy who's gone, what, 11 and 3 as a starter in a season. Like, why does why does everybody Marcus hate Mariota? No, why does everybody hate Mitch Trubisky? I like I like Mickey Biscuits. I know, but I'm like I'm just saying, is he the future? No, nope, no. But he's somebody who's had success in this league in a very piss poor, you know, opportunity. If you put him with a Bruce Arians with potential weapons around it, am I saying he's the next Tom Brady? No, but it kind of. It's like a situation where, you know, it's kind of like, hey, he's that bridge guy, but he's also somebody that still gives us that opportunity. At least he's proven that he can do it before. I think a lot of people hate on some Mitchy Biscuits, and, and I understand it. I mean, he's not he's not a 5,000-yard passer. He's not somebody who's going to go out there and throw for 40 touchdowns. But I think out of all the guys we've named, I think that he could potentially give them the best opportunity to win the most games. It may be ugly, but I think they get the most wins with somebody like a Mitch Trubisky because he's still young. He's got an opportunity and he's going to have plenty of weapons around him. We can't really say that he's had that kind of opportunity before in the past to just write him off. If he, if he, if he learned how to throw left from the pocket, then that changes everything. That was his biggest problem. They always had to roll him out to the right to get him the exposure to find ways to get his wide receivers involved. And I mean, I don't dislike Mitchie Biscuits. I think playing behind Josh Allen in that offense is going to help him understand the game. And and his his inadequacy, like I'm saying, throwing left from the pocket, I mean, it's not his strength. If he fixes that, then yeah, I, I, I think he would do well in Tampa Bay. Another yep. thing that he can do is he can he can use his legs to extend plays. I mean, the first couple of years in the league, he was averaging 25, 30 rushing yards a game. And then Matt Nagy came in and shut that down real quick. So, I mean, it's it's somebody that can extend the plays for you. Is he going to make mistakes? Yes. Um, but like Chow said, a lot of those mistakes was when he was trying to throw over, you know, across his body over to the left. And that's where the inaccuracy came into play. Ethan, are you questioning your existence right now? I mean, I are just want to come on the pod again. I guess I just hate the idea of like, we've seen what happens. I guess we just saw this with Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers. You can have an amazing defense. If your quarterback is subpar, you will eventually get exposed by that. So I, I guess I just, that has taught me, or at least I, I think my own personal bias is just like, you need a young stud, and if you don't have one, like there is no reason to like piddle around with the Mitchell Trubisky's of the world. There's there's just no reason to do that. It's and all I about hope money. That my Steelers though. don't do that. But I will put the caveat on that because we have seen, and I'm not disagreeing with you, Ethan. I think that you're you're on point. What the the caveat is, you can win championships in multiple ways, and we've seen it with the Trent Dilfers, with the 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 Rob John or uh, what's his name Johnson, the Tampa Brad Bay Johnson. one. Brad Johnson with the defense. We've seen this over and over again where you get a guy of Jimmy Garoppolo caliber, quote unquote, and and he can take you as long as he doesn't lose you the game. Is you know, you can still do it with the defense and a sound running game. And and we're talking about Mitch. Yeah, and we talked about that last week, too. And, mm-hmm. I mean, the Joe Flacco's of the world Right, Manning exactly. Same year. thing. I mean, yep. you don't have to have an elite quarterback. I just feel like more than likely you're running up against one of Joe Burrow, Pat Mahomes, 
or Josh Allen in the Super Bowl. If you want to win a Super Bowl for the next five years, you're probably going to play one of those. Maybe a Justin Herbert sneaks in, maybe, you know, another one of the AFC quarterbacks. But to win a Super Bowl, I don't think that in this current climate, the way the NFL is going, the way the AFC looks, I don't think that the NFC champion is going to win a Super Bowl against one of those quarterbacks without a just a really incredible, I mean, quarterback. I mean, you have to have somebody that can at least somewhat hang with those types of dudes. And I'm sorry, like none of the guys we've mentioned in this conversation is hanging with any of those dudes. No, but I mean, when it comes down to money, playoff games are more money. Hey, we may not win it all, but we can still get to the playoffs. We can still make that extra money. I don't think that this team is thinking that way. Are you in the locker room? I think you come off of Tom Brady and go, oh, well, at least we're going to make money by making it to the playoffs. You know, like, I just don't feel like that's how they're going to think. And I think it all depends on, like, Bruce Arians. If Bruce Arians stays, there's no way he's going through a rebuild. He already, no way. He already, quote unquote, retired one time from Arizona because he didn't want to go through it there. He's not going to all of a sudden go to Tampa Bay, win a Super Bowl, make it this close, and then say, all right, now I'm at the point in my career where I want to rebuild a, a franchise. If he stays, they have to do something to try to find somebody to win games. If he leaves, then yeah. If he leaves, the entire roster is blown up and gone, and we'll see him again maybe in contention in the next five years. But I think Bruce Arians is kind of like the the key to the whole thing. If he stays, we kind of know they're going to make it. Uh, they're going to try to make another run. May not work, but they're going to try. Yeah, I'm right there with that. I think it's I think it's exactly the same. Everything's hedged to Bruce Arians and what they're going to do. So maybe the goal is they find a way to trade for a Deshaun Watson or something of that caliber. Because I mean, who else is there really on the block that they could trade for? I mean, what? If, I don't know. I haven't. I don't have it in front of me. I have no idea what their cap situation looks like, especially if depending on who leaves and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, what if they what if they got super creative? And Aaron Rodgers has already said he wants Devontae Adams to go wherever he's going to go. Oh, baby. Could you imagine A-Rod, Devontae Adams, Mike Evans in Tampa Bay? What if they say, hey, we don't care too much about the money. We'll take, we'll, we'll restructure contracts. We'll do things you know, a little bit. We'll, we'll kind of cook the books a little bit. <laughs> but all of a sudden, he's still right there in the NFC and has a pretty good shot at at least making it to the NFC Championship once again. And he doesn't have to go somewhere else and suck for a couple of years. And we heard what Tom Brady said about cold weather, right? And he wanted to be warm. And Aaron Rodgers saying the same thing. He's like, I just convinced myself I'm just I'm not as happy. And and going down to Florida, man. I mean, it's nice and toasty. So Tampa Bay is going to have about eight million in cap space at the beginning of the new season. Is that including the increased salary cap? No, it is not. See, that they, is got, what, that they, is they can cap. almost they got afford. Room. Aaron Rodgers for the playoffs. Almost. <laughs> you're such a downer, man. Let's go. Dude, I'm some, sorry. I just let's go. I know you're, like, you're, no you're good. You're good. You're good. I'm messing. Like, this is, it's a good conversation to be had this way. See what you did, Tommy. Even when you leave, Tommy, you're causing problems with our group, man. Jesus, Tom. They'll live in rent free in all your heads. You know, man, forever. Washington football team. Speaking of funny shit, man, I just saw this posted on Twitter that uh, the the name is supposed to be dropped on Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken, of the new name for the Washington football team. The the news media chopper passed by the stadium and apparently Washington, Dan Snyder and company, you guys are bright individuals because you painted your new name on the wall. They zoomed in and found it. And if you guys haven't seen, they are called the Commanders, the Washington 
Commanders, and I mean, that's the lamest name ever. I don't it, like it. it. Does anybody not think that they're going to be called the Washington Commies in like the f- next <laughs> six weeks? <laughs> the oh, Commies! I, I mean, they are now. I mean, come on. It's Washington, D.C., and it doesn't matter what the political landscape is. Somebody's going to think it's, th- it's, it's going to be the Washington Commies here in just a few weeks. I, don't, I do I like- not think that this is the greatest <laughs> name choice for them. Wow. I personally will, will go with the Washington Commandos. Uh, but commando, if you want to go with the commies, I'm in. I'm in with that too. I mean, I figured way. that would have that would have been Kyle's choice. The commandos, yeah, the commandos, the commandos. Yeah, they, yeah. they come out of the tunnel commandos. with jock straps over their their helmets. That's embarrassing. <laughs> All right, so let me let me ask you guys. Right, if you had to name the Washington team, what would you have named it? The football team. Yeah, I'm Charles. What about I'm, you? I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. Oh, okay, back had, to you. Then. Uh, you know what? The the whatever the red tails was that was okay. Yeah, it had the airplane. I thought that was Why cool. Not? I yeah. thought that was good. Yeah, I mean, I would take almost anything over Commanders. <laughs> it just doesn't. I don't get I just, it. I just don't get it either. It sounds like baffled. a Canadian football team name, or like, <laughs> or like a what are they like the indoor football the, the arena arena football, arena football. <laughs> like that's what I think of. Yeah. Or what's uh, um, the XFL? XFL? Yeah, like yeah. that's what I think of when I hear the Washington Commanders. I don't think of an NFL that's franchise. That's that's fair. Yeah. Good, good Lord, Washington. Man. But hey, that's too funny. That's why they make the big bucks, and that's why we're yeah, just yeah. sitting here talking about it. I think we could do better. <laughs> Give us some big bucks, and say, we'll we could come, come up with, with better. better we should buy yeah. the Broncos. We should buy the Broncos collectively. We all come together. Ethan, I said it before. You to fund this because you're the doctor. <laughs> yeah, man. Ethan, can you buy us the Broncos? We'll all run it. How much do you think it would cost us? By the way. A lot of money. <laughs> We're going to need one at billion. least like one, one hundred thousand subscribers <laughs> on YouTube. Like, like a million subscribers. I was thinking a few million. A couple yeah. million, probably. You know what? It sounds sidebar. Here we go. Going off into the trenches. How come? I wonder why more. I guess we can call them influencers. There's some stupid money out there between some. Why aren't like groups of influencers getting together and buying up big things like this? Because to me personally, that would be marketing genius. If you got a few of the bigger influencers out there and well, they they came together and they bought a a professional they're, team, they're too busy. They're too busy coming about, together buying NFTs. That's why we're joking <laughs> about buying an NFL team, but like. We're talking billions of dollars to buy even not good. But you're NFL a doctor, teams. dude. <laughs> yeah, so just, just pitch no in 500 way. million. Billions we'll of take dollars. care of the rest. Take a loan out, man. I just you're need a, a down payment. Billion. <laughs> I need a down payment. I'm sorry. That's just so much money. Like, you know how many influencers it would take to have a billion dollars? Ten. Like at, That's like the whole stadium full Ten. of influencers. <laughs> no, it's not. But uh, you know what, what influences are we talking about? The ones that are sitting in the fake are airplane taking selfies? No, I'm not talking dollars. about. I'm not talking about people doing stupid TikTok dances and yeah, stuff. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. talking about people with 30 million subscribers, Dude Perfect, or something like that. Like, okay, those yeah, guys yeah, are okay. making. No, can they do it alone? No, obviously no. not. But like, you get a pool of people together. I mean, dude, talk about some marketing genius because you're gonna you're gonna make the money back and, and everything else that you're doing anyway so yeah you gotta front a lot but dude you'd make an absolute killing i would buy it if i could buy uh, the broncos guys we um we're we're way off with how much we think it might cost um a few hours ago there was a report that came out that says that the starting price to 1.2 uh i'm sorry how much 1.2 3.3 no 
We're looking close to $4 billion to what? buy what they're the saying the starting price could All be. Right. Everything I said about buying the Broncos, I, I take back. No, I would not buy the Broncos for $4 billion. $4 billion. Are they smoking drugs? There? There's like no way billion. they get that much. $4 no billion, way they dollars and we're going to give you a piss-poor franchise that doesn't have a quarterback right now. What the hell is that, that's, man? That's the luck, Denver. Yeah. How, okay. how old is that stadium, too? I mean, what was Dallas? Dallas was the highest revenue team at this point. What were they evaluated at? I think they were top three in the world for franchises based on uh, value. I have no idea, yeah. but I can sure as hell Google that, Chouse. Google yeah, it up because Dallas, that... Dallas was one. The Patriots were like number three, I think. Manchester United was up there. Yeah. yeah. Well, they. It was, it, I found that because they came out with a number. 6.5 um, is what the worth is for the Cowboys right now. Yeah. 6.5. Okay. When the Panthers were purchased back in like two, 2016 or 2017, that was for like six or seven billion dollars for which team the panthers no man you're you're no way man no way go back because the bills just got bought by uh pagula when and it was like 1.2 billion i'm that, sorry you're no it was it was a league record uh two and a half billion sorry way off these are football teams chouse yeah for the panthers <laughs> yeah but there's a football team I heard I penguins. Jesus. I was like, dude, we don't care about the penguins. No, Charles. nobody cares about the penguins. Freaking people watch hockey. You I guys got, joke, you guys so got cut out and I missed this, man. Damn it. It's okay. It's, 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 it's somehow it's our fault. It right, is I looked fault. it up for you, Jake. <laughs> so the number one TikToker in the world apparently makes $53 million a year. It would take 75 of her to buy the Broncos. Okay. Up a meeting. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying there's a chance. You said hundreds means and thousands to fill the stadium. Become... I only need two suites to fit them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe three. We'll, we'll make sure they're not as crowded. The average one, the Give me three average, luxury uh, suites and you can always have, it's all your owners. See, Ethan, yeah. you can't complain about ever wanting to come back on the show because you want to leave right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, it's all in good fun, man. You know what? Let's switch this up. MVP race. MVP race, and I'm saying it why because okay, we talked about it before. We said it's a quarterback award. I understand yeah. it's the quarterback award. Let's remove this bias today. Remove it. I don't want to hear it uh, that it's, it's quarterbacks only. This race should be Cooper Cups and only Cooper Cups. And I'm telling you this why. When Calvin Johnson hit nearly 2,000 yards, he didn't win this uh, MVP award because he only scored three touchdowns. Cooper Cup ran the shit in this league this year. The trifecta, man. He led in receptions, 145, almost 2,000, 1947 yardage, and a 16 mother effing touchdowns, man. How does this man not even get talked to consideration? He should be the winner, unanimous. Because when you're talking about MVP, you're talking about the most valuable player to their their team, right? Which Cooper Cup, yes, most okay, valuable player now, to the Rams, most likely. Now they're the Super Bowl. So are they? Are you saying they'd make it without Cooper Cup? I don't think so. I don't. I don't know. I will say this: my argument, non-quarterback related, would have been Jonathan Taylor, hands down, because you take him off of that team, and they win maybe three games for the Colts. Do do we want to talk about who should win it? Do we want to talk about who's going to win it? Or do we want to just talk about about who who we think should win it? I I think we should talk about the size of that thermos that Ethan is filling up. What the heck, dude? Is that like a... It's like a... It's just a Yeti. Okay, I thought it was off to the side. It looked like an entire... We're not even sponsored by them. 
Should be what's sponsored. In, what, what's should what's be. in that uh, what's in that tumbler? It's just water. I saw him pour it in there. I just filled oh, okay. it up with water. All okay. right. Okay. Anyway, back to the conversation. Tom Brady's going to win the, the MVP. Of course. He oh, is. Of course he is. But who who do you think, if you had a vote, who would you vote for, Jake? If I was voting, yep. it would probably go to Cooper Cup. Because I, I feel like, given the circumstances of the team, because you think about it, they didn't have Odell Beckham to start the year. They lost right. Robert Woods early, and they... I don't want to say that Van Jefferson didn't pick it up because I love me some Van Jefferson, but to start the season, he wasn't heavily relied upon. They weren't using Tyler Higby. Daryl Henderson was splitting backfield touches. It was kind of just like all over the place to start the season. And Cooper Cup was the one guy that kept them in every single game and that nobody could stop. And in my opinion, without Cooper Cup, the Rams aren't where they are, but not because they're not a good football team. I think it's just because they would have lost too many games to start the season, and they wouldn't have been in the position to make the postseason run that they did. Uh, I think if it was me voting, I'm going Cooper Cup, but the way the NFL works and the optics and with the Tom Brady retirement, there's no way they don't give it to Tom Brady in the year that he retires. Not to say that he doesn't deserve it either, because he went out there and put up some some crazy numbers as well. He He's equally deserving. You take Tom Brady off that team, they're not what they were either, obviously. So right, right. I, I think Brady I think Brady wins it just because of the NFL optics side of it. All right. Ethan, so you want to weigh in with your with your Yeti? Yeah, what's your what's your vote? I I would say I'm probably still giving it to Tom Brady. Um I I hate that. I wish it wasn't that cut and dry, but I'm I would probably give it to Tom Brady. I think if you took him off the Bucks. With all the stuff they dealt with this year, with Godwin injury, I just think that that team uh, relied on him more than most teams do. Like with Cup, like, yes, I understand that argument, uh, but I also feel like I know it's not supposed to be a quarterback award, but like, I'm sorry, like Cup doesn't do that without Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford deserves at least partial credit uh, for that. Um, Do you think any of the wide receivers are as good as they are? for the Buccaneers without Tom Brady? I don't think so. I mean, Gronk certainly isn't. Uh, Mike Evans, maybe, but Chris Godwin became, you know, one of the best wide receivers in the league with him as the quarterback before he got hurt. And so I'm probably giving it to Brady with all the other stuff involved. I mean, I think the team is just overall much better for him, you know, with him as opposed to not with him. Um, You know, they were Super Bowl contenders. They won the Super Bowl, you know, last year. I, I think it just makes a lot of sense to give it to him. But you can and, say that about so many other quarterbacks. Can yes, you say that I understand them? that. Like, I think that you could also make an argument like my, my dark horse would be Joe Burrow yeah. because he's got the same argument. Like he's completely changed the Bengals. Um, yes. The kicker is like nice. And that's a great story. But like Joe Burrow is the reason that they're in the Super Evan Bowl. McPherson. He's the MVP, <laughs> baby. MVP. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm like, saying it, people are giving Evan McPherson <laughs> a ton of credit right now because he's kicking game winning field goals. But like Joe Burrow is the reason that they're in the Super Bowl. It has nothing so, to do with. Yes, it's amazing that he's a great kicker. But like, come on, Joe Burrow is the dude that changed this franchise. So uh, I, to me, I think you give it to Tom Brady. You say, hey, we really appreciate what you did for the league. You were incredible this year. It's not like you didn't earn it. Uh, and we just ride off into the sunset with that. And then we look forward to, you know, the Josh Allens of the world, the Pat Mahomes of the world, the Joe Burrows of the world, maybe Justin Herbert, maybe some of these other young quarterbacks uh, winning it down the road. I mean, I'd be okay with Cooper Cup. I'd be okay with Jonathan. 
Um, <clears throat> so what, what if I what if I flip the argument a little bit because I know we're all in agreement that if you remove the talented player from the team, how will they overcome? And that basically says the staple for the MVP award. What if you're just that damn consistent? You are legit the game changer on this team. It, it doesn't matter if you're lifted off or not. Cooper Cup was automatic on every single week, and you couldn't stop this man. Same point to the JT argument, where he was almost legit. And I think even Cooper Cup has JT beat on the automatic because Cooper Cup did it every single week, week in, week out. He was finding the end zone. He was making big catches when the team needed to be had. He was getting open, beating double coverages. Like he was just legit this year unstoppable and if you want to talk about mvp award as well that's kind of like the ladanian tomlinson argument where lt was just that damn unstoppable that year yeah he scored like a thousand touchdowns that year but cooper cup on this team matt stafford i completely agree you take him off maybe things change but cup still had big numbers without stafford with Goff. so Yes, did they elevate 100%, but I mean, he was legit unstoppable, one of the best players in the entire NFL this season. And I think if you don't give it to a Cooper Cup this year, what is it going to take to win it in the future? Like, exactly. Then all of a sudden well, it becomes... the same argument with Derrick Henry last year, though. Right. Like, we already had this. Same. Yes, I agree. Yep. But then that's where it comes into, like, we don't want to say it's a quarterback award, but it's like, basically, if you're not a quarterback, you can't win it. You know what I mean? It's just like, I don't know if they should make a different award or what, but it is what it is. Like, I mean, you can say this about almost every single team. You take away their starting quarterback, they're not going to be as good. I mean, that's just, you can say that about every franchise for the most part, maybe without like the exception of like the Carolina Panthers and stuff like that. But I mean, that's, it is what it is. If you're, if you're not one of the top level quarterbacks, you have no chance of winning this award. If Cooper cup doesn't get it again here this year. I don't yeah, but it. we've said that every year for like the last decade. Ethan, so. I've never heard you say that, Ethan, ever. I'm sorry. I've known you for years, it. and I've never every heard year you say there's that. a guy that like deserves it that's not a quarterback, and every year it's a quarterback. Well, so, so should we just accept it, or should we try to change the damn well, thing? And I say, think the answer would be that we give individual position of the year awards. What are you doing to make this change? Year. Be more vocal. Be a leader Wide in the space, of the Ethan. Year. Tight end of the year. <laughs> Friggin'. Left your, tackle of the year. I don't I love care. How about right how about we just buy the Broncos and make our own damn MVP player? I like right? it. What if we just go on Madden and buy the Broncos and just like do it that way? It'd be cheaper. It would be. I'm, I'm going to create an NFT award that's going to be bigger than the MVP, and then we'll make money on the same token. That's right. We'll, look at we'll, how I'm thinking. Look at we we gave away a wing award this past year. We can make our own damn awards. That's what I'm saying. Who's the NFL MVP in our eyes? Cooper Cup. Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> Tom Brady for Ethan. Multiple <laughs> NFT awards. See, we still got problems. We can't get it. I mean, God damn it. We don't agree like on Oprah with MVP awards. Boom. <laughs> How about Ken Dorsey, man? He gets announced as the Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator, okay. replacing Dable. Who? Who the heck is that guy? Wow. Well, the Bills have just sunk into the depths of the, the AFC. Like, the, Is that the former like third-string quarterback of the 49ers, Ken Dorsey? Are you like really not involved with my team enough? Like, come on, man. Of course I am. I know who he is. <laughs> I've heard. I don't of know. Him. I I, I like it. I, okay, well then we'll move. On. I think I think kidding. it's good for you guys. We'll side, we'll I do side, think it, we'll side past I think it's this good whole for thing. you. And the hell I with you guys for, and my Buffalo Bills. Then I think it's good for Josh Allen too, because Josh Allen Josh Allen likes Dorsey. I think it's a nice segue. You know where Dable is now gone. I think it's I think it's a fine felon. Yeah, I, I'm. 
I don't want to say it's good or bad. I, I'm not affluent in, in his in his you know accomplishments or whatever. But I, I can't because he doesn't have any. I mean, it, it, let's be honest. I mean, the, the bills the... <laughs> the bills know the direction they're going, and the foundation has already been set for Josh Allen to succeed. They're not going to go in there and make some drastic changes to the entire offense. They found they found right. something that works. It's going to stay. You're not even going to notice a change next year. Minor tweaks here and yeah, there. just minor things. You I, might notice a change if they if they draft you know a, a better running back. Well, that would be a difference. Yes, the draft could be, the draft could change everything. But they're not. Maybe gonna... he has that plan because he's listening to the podcast and he hears me ranting about all the ways I want this offense to improve. They just need to sign Sorry. Leonard Fournette. It'd be fine. They should have just you know hired Chaus to be their offensive coordinator. Is what I think. Thank you, Chaus. How Fuck, many years finally. have you played Madden? Like all my life, dude. Man, you can, yeah, but totally no, when's, the last, down, when's the last time you played, Chaus? Last time I played about a year ago. It's mm-hmm. been a while. It's been okay. a while. I, a you guys, game. I'm busy over here working while y'all playing Madden. Like, come on, man. I can't. I can't argue. I'm not playing much Madden lately. I couldn't tell you the last time I did. So yeah, yeah it's been. You know a while. what though? It's like game. riding a bike. You pick it up, and you know what? I'll be I'll be shredding cover two and three in no time. It, you know, it, actually, that's that's not true because I did get on a bicycle. Like six years ago, it's saw. not the same as when I was a kid. It was dangerous. It hurts your tank a scared. lot more now. It really right. does. My tank got fun. sensitive in an older age. Is that normal, Chris, Ethan? Well, first off, no. Uh, <laughs> Chris, what do you do? You call it problems. You did adjust the seat on the bike, right? Nope. Still at the kid level. He hasn't, he hasn't grown <laughs> yeah, since then. I don't have was to. This an it, was adult the, it was the same bike from when I was eight. I haven't, I haven't grown. It's the Schwinn. Know, it's it's the Schwinn BMX Same style. weight and everything. It was, the, it was, it was correctly sized. It was sized a Huffy. It was a black right? Huffy, okay? Did you have front pegs or real pegs or both? No pegs. Couldn't afford them. Mm. Wow. Couldn't afford them. Couldn't afford Ethan. them. Ethan. Times be tough for the Kennedys over there. Hey, I, I, I got a real question for the doc. <laughs> Is it about... Pegs? No. Is it about taints? It's about, it's about taints. It's about taints. <laughs> I was gonna say. Taints. What is the actual? Is there a medical term for the taint? Oh my god! Is it? I mean, I've called. It, <laughs> this is what we do on the pod. I, I mean, I've called it a gooch before. Is that right? A what? Gooch. A gooch. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. I know. I mean, I just like. What is that? Area? Yes, there is. <laughs> this drink. This drink tastes lovely. It's now, the perineum is the is the medical. Oh term. yeah, taint sounds. Oh, that's better. not. That's not as fun. No. Perineum. Tank. Sounds like a flower, yeah. man. Perfect. But yeah, when you're older, bike seats are just not as comfortable as they used to be when you were a young kid. No. It hurts. How many, how many listeners we lost on the taint topic? We're how an hour know? into the show. So if they've stuck with us this long, they know what to expect. Yeah. And also, uh, I never rode a bike drunk when I was eight years old. So there is also a big difference there. Your coordination's not yeah. the same. Can we all agree that pegs were the worst form of in, of, of transportation for your friends? I liked Well, pegs, except for man. Chris, because he was too poor to have pegs. But for those of us that were blessed <laughs> with, with privileged pegs. enough to have front and back pegs, I'm not they a fan were of so inefficient. Name is, his last name is Kennedy. You think that he'd have some privilege over there to get a No, the pegs. Kennedy's think, on Martin's I've Vineyard. I've seen the town he they, lived had, in, okay? We had tough like, times. <laughs> he was pretty high fluting, all right? He wears suits yeah. to parties. Like, right. this is a high fluting guy, okay? Fluting. Right. Uh, Back pegs were but the way pegs, to go. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, if you had a Jake or Ethan sized friend, you weren't going anywhere quickly in mm. pegs. <laughs> okay. Well, you talking the skinny pegs or the big fat pegs? Fat ones. Which, pe- 
The fat ones. Yeah, those are the big boy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I have a question for that you. Didn't you didn't Havers. the effect that you had on the back of a bicycle. Oh, no, you low riding. All right. Now, did any one of you ever get thrown from a bike or have a friend thrown from the bike being on the pegs? Yes. Oh, God. All the time. No. OK. Oh, when you hit the, we got when you hit that curb, here. when you hit that curb and you're on the peg, you don't know the curb is coming. Yeah, man, you're you're literally going. No, Dude, I, I, pegs, I didn't have that much trust in my friends. The front <laughs> pegs were literally only used for girls. That was yes. That was the only absolutely true statement on my bike. True. And you got to sit them on the handlebars. I've got thrown from a shopping gentleman. Cart you know what I'm talking about? Yes, a I do. shopping cart. Yeah. You ever gone in a shopping cart when you were a teenager and like push each other into like the downhills yeah like just into like the curbs and stuff like that and then watch them fly out. i did that i'm not thrown to, off a golf cart but well, no not a shopping take, cart. uh yeah freaking no wonder he didn't have any pegs he was too busy riding his air golf conditioned golf cart. golf cart yeah man oh my my system in it freaking oh my gosh probably that's, that's equivalent well, to a we limit limousine nowadays races and took our golf carts for a little <laughs> bit of a jolly giant oh. Freaking Kennedy. Oh my God. I hate this guy. What a talk about horses were in the stable. I had to lower myself to a golf cart. Lost the golf cart. (laughs) Had brunch with Buffy and Muffy. It was delightful. That's right. Freaking ridiculous. Uh, We used to ride a, a, a red wheelbarrow down a hill. Or not How a wheelbarrow. Ride a wheelbarrow. You know what, you know I was going to say, man, that's wagons. fucking dangerous. Well, no, the wheelbarrows, those are those are interesting. That would have been tough to ride a wheelbarrow. It was a wagon, red wagon, and you could only steer the front. Heck yeah, the red like, rider. Those. Like yeah. Bar. yeah, man. And Love the handle it. was only big for one hand, so you're like... See, kids nowadays, they have no clue what the hell we're talking about. Dude, Dude if my kids hit, saw me doing that, they think I'd be stupid. one pebble, man. You're flipping that. Yeah, you're done. That's right. Because those tires are like this. over. Yeah, yeah, man. The, yeah. the pee, the pee gravel. Good oh, dude, lord, you're man. You're, you're gone, oh, yeah. dude. <laughs> the good old days, and it's it a dead stop a too. You hit that pee gravel, man. It's a dead stop, and you're going right over top, and you're straight road, over the road top. rash. Yeah, yep, love it. I miss those days. Dude, was good, it was a good time. That's the truth. Whew. If we did have been my days, I mean, that's been around for a long time. Kennedy's like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. My golf cart never <laughs> flipped over a pebble. <laughs> My tires were you always know, one well time. Inflated. One time when I was playing polo on my horse. <laughs> I uh, hate horses. Can't stand them. Oh, they're it, terrible. It's because you're too short to get on them. That's just <laughs> it is. Telling you. I'm sorry. Pony. You probably had a pony. <laughs> no, no. There aren't even enough phone books for a pony. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. I, I had to ride a horse on my wedding. Uh, Oh, not one. Why? What's it called? What? Not my wedding. Why? What's it called? Honey, <laughs> your honeymoon. That's what it was. Why? Uh, was it photos? photos? Well, here's here's the deal. And you don't want to see the photos. Talk about taint. And that was bad. I do. Bad day. <laughs> we don't so really want to. We were on our honeymoon, and we were in Cozumel, Mexico, in the middle of the rainforest, and we booked a thing to ride horses through the rainforest for an hour, and it was supposed that's romantic. to. It was supposed to be just a slow walk through the rainforest. Well, we get to this open pasture, and my wife looks over at the guide and says, can we make him run? And I'm in the back saying, hell no, we cannot. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. Were you all three on one horse? No, we each had our own horse. Okay, you had your own horse. I had my own horse. Your my wife, wife had, her, had own, her own horse. And then the guide did. All right, I was just making sure you weren't riding bitch on the back nope, of the wife's horse. Nope, we were all, we okay. all had that's our own. Sa- that's sure. what it sounded like. Yeah. Nope, we all had our own one. And then she, so she Dude, looks over and says. That's what it sounded like to me. Well, you're wrong. And he looked at him and said, hey, can we make them run? And he's like, and he, he was Spanish speaking, did not speak very much English. And he said, Yes. And then he showed her how to do it. And his horse oh, no. his horse went zero to holy hell in about half a second. Next thing you know, 
my wife does the same thing. And now my wife and this this tour and this uh, tour guide are gone. Like here I am going, oh shit, I gotta make this thing run. And I'm in basketball shorts, mind you. Mm -hmm. I'm not wearing no Levi's nut huggers on my honeymoon. So I I, you're in I, the rainforest, of course. Dude, you're in basketball. I nudge the horse, and that thing takes off, and my stuff just it bangs for about two miles. It felt like it may have been longer. I felt it was, it was death. And then I finally dude. get to where the horses stop, and we get there, and I am not a happy guy. I spent the next day and a half icing my junk in the hotel room because nice. I was so sore. It was not enjoyable. Haven't ridden a horse since. So you ha you weren't pushing down on the oh no I had no this? idea what I was doing no it was just okay. straight up it was just straight up smacking meat smack for two miles yeah it was it was I had Does no your idea wife know how to ride horses like why uh, was she so cool I, I don't know apparently she knew better than me and because Dude, she doesn't I have just balls can't get over the fact that that's the most action that Jake's wife got on their honeymoon <laughs> you you may not be wrong you're surprised he, I'm surprised everything for kids Jake was after that. Dude, it was bad your kids are a miracle Jake I had to walk yeah. like like a penguin. For a while, I just could. It was, it was, it was bad. <laughs> Y'all should have been there, but I'm glad you weren't. We have got to get Jake on a horse. No, you know why? Because we weren't channel. born at that point, Jake. Yes, you were. <laughs> Sixteen years ago. <laughs> I just that is such a fascinating story. Dude, I just I the visual. Of Jake. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically how it was, dude. It was pain every half a second. It's like a heartbeat. It said it was just not a good one. It was just Kennedy. Have you ever been on a horse? Once and never, never would do it again. Horses kind of freak me out. Pretty much any animal that's larger than me freaks me out a little bit. Not I mean, that could just head. completely just collapse your entire chest with one movement. Yeah. yeah, I've done I've done the Mexico ride through the forest as well on those yeah. horses, but they gave me a fucking donkey, man. <laughs> and this, this, <laughs> and this, oh, and this thing, this thing was too old, man. He couldn't make it up the fucking hill. He's like, oh, he too, he, he little, he little, he little. We'll give him. He's donkey. little, yeah. Give him the. Yeah, see <laughs> we'll how they the treated donkey. me even then. <laughs> we'll give him the donkey with the gray mane, and you know, no, this they, even, was, they even gave me a full size horse. All right, you no, know, they were treat. I, I need my money on back. Clydesdales and chouses on a donkey. <laughs> And I swear to God, the cartel was coming after me, man, because this guy was going so <laughs> slow. He had to stop every two minutes to eat some grass and drink some water. I'm like, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is my life sometimes. It dude, happens. Imagine all the Freaking cool donkey. stories we have. Like, we need to do a podcast of nothing but cool stories. Do <laughs> you think Bro, people would so listen? Many stories. Dude, I got oh a ton of them. So I, many stories. I, I got some. I do have a donkey ones. story. Do you want to hear my donkey story? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So maybe I want to. Uh, this is going to sound bougie, but I promise this is the only bougie thing. I've this ever is going to sound life. Kennedy to you. Okay. Go for it. This is I, I'm not Chris Kennedy over here. Okay. <laughs> so I was on a cruise through the Greek islands when I was in high school. Oh, wow. I've like never so done that. So, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so one of the islands is Santorini. You probably know this island. It's super famous because it's got all white buildings with blue roofs yes so it's yes. like a lot of like pictures we all we are all jealous uh, we know yes santorini well anyway the, the, the port of santorini like nice. to get to the island the dock is only like i don't know 300 feet long so you can't like roll up in your cruise ship to it so you have to take a little boat and then you you jump off the dock and then you have two options okay you can take the donkeys up the like mountainside cliff or you can take the tram and the tram is like legit straight vertical. Mm -hmm. It's straight up and down. Basically it's like maybe 10 degree angle. And so of course everyone chooses the donkeys 
because it's a it's a story and it's just like that's what it's known for Mm -hmm. and the tram was like really expensive to go up so i'm like well shoot for like a euro i can just ride this donkey and chill so i'm riding this freaking donkey okay and nowhere do they tell you when you're at the bottom this is like a hundred foot cliff there's no guide with you they just (laughs) set you on the donkey Mm-hmm. and like give it the old ass slap and then the donkey just starts taking you up man if there's no one with you and you cannot fit on this like ledge next to the donkey it's the donkey <laughs> or bust dude so it's like a two-foot ledge i'm sitting there's a wall behind me and the whole time i'm like chilling on my donkey and i'm looking at him like dude if you freaking if you fall we're dead both of us so and he understood, obviously. So yeah, a lot of faith up. in this donkey. You get a quarter of the way up. You're looking down like, yep, I, this is where I would die from. If I tried to get off this donkey, I'd be dead. And so you're just, do, 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 do. I get about three quarters of the way up and the girl in front of me slips almost off her donkey. Well, the donkeys are not trained to like adapt <laughs> to situations. So when Save this lives, chick yeah. almost falls off her donkey, my donkey is like, mm, we're going to just keep on trucking by. <laughs> so she is like holding on for dear life, like off this ledge. And my fat ass donkey is like, oh, I'm going to just squeeze on by. So, so I'm so I'm like trying to like make room for this chick who's literally like hanging off of an edge as my donkey freaking bullies her ass out closer to the ledge. And I don't want to get off the ledge to help this girl because I'm worried I'm going to fall off. So the donkeys are side by side, man. I swear to God, I'm like, if this girl falls, it's my fault because my fat donkey just yeeted her donkey almost off of this cliff. Luckily, the girl survived. But, dude, there's a reason. If you ever go to Santorini, there's a reason those donkeys are only like a quarter of the price of the tram. Take the tram. That's what I have to say about this. That's the lesson of the story. Because I almost killed that girl. Like my donkey just freaking squeezed his fat ass right next to her donkey and almost pushed them both off the ledge. It was amazing, but also terrifying. You got yourself a selfish donkey. Dude. <laughs> your, your donkey's like fuck this shit i'm going man i don't Dude, care donkey, i don't care who's in my way paid for this okay somebody's oh. getting two euro and it ain't that me. donkey was loyal to ethan because he was like you know what i'm gonna get my guy up to the top <laughs> yeah. i don't care what it takes it's me and him well, ride or die the donkey didn't even adapt to like oh well maybe we should slow down sucks to suck man hope you don't fall off my like, he wasn't phased he's like you know what i've got a mission i got a job i'm gonna do that job oh man dude determination that's what that's a good one it's all about never ride the donkeys in santorini take the tram take the tram take the tram is right oh my goodness no matter the cost it was way more expensive but you're a doctor i think we've fallen off the rails officially right now i think people enjoy us off the rails i do without my sides hurt dude i'm yeah, my if I had if I had abs, I I would they would hurt right now. But I mean, I was that was a that was a belly laugh right there. I, all, I could, <laughs> all I could picture was Ethan on his donkey being like, "I'm sorry, excuse me, excuse me, I'm sorry." <laughs> move over, move over. Don't die, don't fall. <laughs> I don't know. What I'm sorry do. about what stop. may or may not happen. <laughs> Dude, these donkeys, man, you can't trust them. 
I totally want to, as soon as we're done here, I'm totally Googling Santorini donkeys. You know, I'm looking the pictures up now. It didn't seem that, that wide when I was on the donkey. Uh, it looks much wider when I look up the pictures, but uh, you can see like some of these pictures, man, these donkeys don't care, man. They're just doing their donkey thing. That looks it like was, a wide road. I know, but I'm telling you, man, it felt like two feet. This one is at least three donkeys wide. You could have you could have gotten Dude. three donkeys wide. Okay, donkey I, I found one. I found one that's only one donkey wide. That must have been where I was because I'm telling you, man, I thought we were both going to die. She was stressed. I was stressed. <laughs> she thought she was going to die. So what would happen? It didn't look like that when I was doing it. What would happen if both y'all fell and and there's no guide? To I'm help? sure they had to sign a waiver. <laughs> and Dude. the waiver is probably in Italian, so like, oh my god, or Greek. I found one here. It says tourists urged to stop riding donkeys in Santorini's <laughs> steep steps, and there's a picture of a girl pushing at least four bills on top of this donkey. <laughs> <laughs> Poor donkey. Google is amazing. Oh, oh man, that is wow. Yeah, it looks. On a side note, Santorini looks beautiful. Yeah, Santorini is a gorgeous place. Yeah, can confirm. Nothing but uh, ice blue water. Yeah, the water was incredible. Maybe we should make a headliner trip out to Santorini. No, because my wife, I can't swim. My wife wants to go there, and then I looked at the price of a trip there, and I was like, "Not happening." Maybe one day you'll be as bougie as me, Jack. Dude, it was like fifteen grand to go to Greece. Person. Even though it's for our family. Where where are we going? To to Greece. Like I looked, we literally looked a couple months ago because she's like, I've always wanted to go there. I'm like, well, let's look it up. I looked at it, I was like, nope, we're not going. We kind of scammed our way in. Uh I went me. as a chaperone for a college trip because my uh my grandfather is a college professor. So the college kids all paid for the trip. And then I, as a sophomore in high school, snuck on for free because so many people had signed up for it. Uh, so you so, just admitted to committing felony. It's not a felony. And, and, okay? and almost I was chaperoning those college kids. Whoa. All right. You don't have to get so sensitive. Damn. Oh, Greece Tell has one donkey story, and you know you're so sensitive. I, I don't know what the date of this article is. When did you go? Oh, this would have been like 2014. Maybe. Oh well, in October 11th of 2018, Greece has banned overweight tourists from riding donkeys. <laughs> what so, are you trying to say, Jake? What are you trying to say? That right now, there's no way we're, we're riding donkeys, Ethan. Dude, no chunky dudes on the donkey. You and I have zero chances of riding a donkey in Greece ever again. Yeah, that's a real shame, Jake. <laughs> we'll take the tram, meet the Chris's at the top. Me and you are going to be taking Chouse, the tram. Chouse, you and I Probably are going to separate us from I'm, the tram. Going, I'm going ahead of you, Rem, because I don't want to be stuck behind your donkey if he yeah. fails, man. <laughs> your donkey will just push me off the edge. That's right. Basically. Basically. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I was in this like one. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple spots. Where it's not apparently as wide as what it, some of the pictures are deceiving. Okay, a lot's changed think, in the last seven years, Ethan. I guess I don't reverse know. The world has re- reverse erosion. It made the land bigger. Exactly. Apparently, <laughs> did we have anything else football to talk about? Not really. I mean, well, there we is can, like the Super Bowl, but I imagine we're we can wait, wait till next, next week. week. Yeah, we'll that's talk another two weeks away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what What do you think the 49ers are going to do? Go home. Well, yeah. I did, I did about- feel bad for Debo, man. I mean, he put his ass out for everything. And Shanahan gave him, what, like one touch in the last four minutes? Like, 
Is he yeah. the only guy that literally can lose every single lead he ever has? Like, I just, I, he like gets like brain fart in the last like five minutes of games. Like, what's with this guy? Well, there was an interesting uh, post after the game where John Lynch was greeting all the players coming in after the game and he was giving every player a handshake. The only person that got a hug from him was Jimmy G. And it was pretty much like a thank you for what you've done for us and blah, blah, blah. You know, see ya kind of a move. So this is this is for me, that was, you know, that's the beginning of the Trey Lance era. I don't hate that, I guess. I mean, I don't. I at this point, I don't think it really. I like Trey Lance. Do I think he's the next Patrick Mahomes? No, nope. I don't. I don't nope. think. I think he's. I think he's capable of doing what Jimmy G did. I mean, I, I think you could put him in the same situation. Whether or not that's going to be good enough to make the playoffs in years to come, kind of have to wait and see. It depends if the Cardinals figure out how to win football games the second half of the season. Uh, but the Rams, I mean, they're set as long as they can continue to keep their pieces intact. The problem is, is they don't. They're not going to have the money to keep everybody in town. So it just kind of depends. Trey Lance, he's going to be, I don't know. I hate to say this because I don't want to jinx the guy, but I, I'm not overly excited about Trey Lance right really? now. Really? I'm not. I mean, yeah. from a football perspective. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, from, yeah, yeah fantasy-wise, 100%. That's totally different. But from a football yeah. perspective, I, I feel like we're going to see Jalen Hurts 2.0. Interesting. Not that that's bad, so, but it's just like he's just not – I don't no, know no, because you know what? I want my quarterback to be able to throw the ball consistently. Yes. And, yeah. it, and, that, and that's saying it to Jalen Hurts because I, I always question Hurts' arm. And it wasn't, you know, the arm strength, one thing, and then, you know, his inability to be accurate consistently is my issue with Jalen Hurts. Can he round it out? Like, I mean, here's the thing. Jalen Hurts is is two players. It's Alabama and it's OU. And they're completely two different players. And, and will we ever see OU Hurts 40 touchdown passes in Philly? I really question it. When it comes to Lance, I, I, my scouting book now is kind of morphed a little bit to points of, of emphasis to say, can you train an arm? Can you do? You can't do these. So all the natural traits for me right now are here above above everything else. Do you have XYZ natural trait? And then what else can be a coachable trait that we can give you schooling on? And if it, I think Trey Lance is kind of that guy. He has the arm talent to get it down the field. He's got the legs and the ability to scramble. He's a big dude. He can, he can take punishment. The accuracy to the right. This is weird. He's a righty, but he throws better left than he does to the right. And I don't understand that about his game. And if he can, maybe it's footwork. Maybe it's like the hip movements kind of like Josh Allen was. But I mean, if he can fix that, then, then you know, the pluses keep going up on progression, right? Yeah, I mean, he's also going to have to deal. Can he can he throw the ball with touch when he's being pressured by the defense? That's, that's the other one. And I, I just don't, I just, I worry about that. Of course, he's got the big arm. He's going to have some big plays time. And again, I just kind of worry about the the entire four quarters, the consistency of the play. It's going to be – he's going to go out there. He's going to throw 17 for 32. He's going to throw for 215 yards, rush for a touchdown and throw for a touchdown, maybe have an interception. Like I just, There's going to be some big games, but I just don't see the arm side of it yet. I think he's still at least a year or two away before we start to see some – some some big leaps in that if it is something that they can they can work with a little bit. Ethan, do you like Trey Lance? I do. I I always wonder like you know what if what if they hadn't traded up to get Trey Lance? What if they had just taken Mac Jones at twelve? 
they still would have had their first this year? Would they be in a better chance? You know, would they have had a better chance to win with Mac Jones as your backup that you could potentially, you know, if Jimmy Garoppolo is hurt, would you have trusted Mac Jones more potentially to take you into the playoffs? Hindsight says yes. I I mean, Mm. I I would assume that Mac Jones would have been a more capable, like right now, ready backup. Uh, We'll see what happens with Trey Lance. I do like him as a fantasy option. Um, If they do, you know, kind of give him, give him the reins. I mean, I, I just, I am worried about the fact that he didn't win this job. Like everyone's trashing Jimmy Garoppolo, but he didn't win. Like, a hurt Jimmy Garoppolo was a better option for this team than a pretty well healthy Trey Lance. And that has to concern people moving forward that that is how the 49ers felt about Trey Lance. Like I know everyone says, Oh, well the best quarterbacks have had to wait to get their opportunity. Aaron Rodgers had to wait. Patrick Mahomes had to wait. They didn't, they're just, I don't know, man, more times than not when, when teams don't trust a guy year one, it just doesn't work out well. And so I, I am worried um, that maybe they, maybe he's not getting the mental side of it. Maybe he's not getting the playbook. I don't know. I don't know what the thing is that kept him off the field, but I do always, I think in the back of my, my mind, I will wonder what would have happened had they not had that trade up. Uh, Even if they had just stayed pat and taken, you know, um, who went at 12 michael parsons i mean like mm-hmm. that defense would be ridiculous i mean would they be better off like maybe maybe i mean yeah. maybe they could have won and they were only a, a, a field goal away from winning like trey lance gave you zero michael parsons would not have given you zero in that game i can tell you that for sure and he would have matched up better um I think in the, I don't know. I guess I just, I struggle when a team loses when they're that close to making the Super Bowl with the idea that they basically gave their first round pick this year and last year, and neither one of those picks helped them win mm-hmm. any games this year. Like Trey Lance did not help them win. He was not on the field. So did they make the right choice? Like, I don't know, man. You don't get a very many opportunities to make it to the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. I think, like, I think with, you know, with this opportunity that Lance has is for me, I'm not as, uh, I'm, I don't worry too much about him not winning the job because for me personally, I would have preferred that he not have started any games this year, you know, yeah. and Chouse and I talked about this, uh, you know, on over on headliner you last season with Lance, it was, you know, have him just sit for the entire rookie season, you know, let him learn the offense behind Jimmy G because he didn't have very much experience coming into the NFL at all. He just had a com- crazy athletic ability. I think he's a better version of Jalen Hurts. And we've heard the comparisons or the criticisms from somebody like Lamar Jackson, you know, super athletic, great with his, with his legs, but it was just the throwing that was always the opportunity for him. And then he finally, this season, started to become a more consistent passer of the football and I think it's going to take Trey Lance a couple of seasons, maybe three seasons before he finally gets to where he wants to be as a passing quarterback. So for the next two to three years, I think he's a much more uh, attractive fantasy quarterback than he's going to be a real life quarterback 
kind of like what we saw last season or this past season with Jalen Hurts. And that's kind of where I'm at with, with Trey Lance right now. I love the athletic ability, but I do think it's going to take him a few years to become an actual NFL quarterback. Agreed. Totally agree. Jalen Hurts is a great, a great comp, I think, for Trey Lance. With a better arm. I agree, with a yes, better arm. He does have yeah. the arm talent. It's just putting it all together. And like you said, I think having two games this year in which he had to start and play, I think, I don't want to say didn't do him any justice, but it kind of leads to the, well, if he started, I mean, I know he got hurt there middle of the season as well, but mm-hmm. why turn to him for a couple games and then go away from him? You know I mean? Like there was never they had to. <laughs> they had to. They, they did because they had to, but would they have not gone back to Jimmy G the next week anyway? You know I mean? Like it, it seemed like they were committed to Jimmy G regardless. You know, yeah. if he's healthy, he's their starter. And if Trey Lance would have gone out there and done something to say, hey, I I belong here right now, when he played in week five, he went out there and threw 15 to 29 for 192 yards, no touchdowns, one interception, and 89 yards rushing. Uh, I don't, I didn't see the excitement from San Francisco saying that if this guy's healthy, he's back, he's, he's going to be our starter going forward as long as he's healthy. I never heard that. I never got that impression from San Francisco. And maybe that's kind of Kyle Shanahan too. I mean, he doesn't like, he likes what he likes and he's not going to bend for anybody. And maybe that's, that's part of it as well, that he had a vision. The vision wasn't necessarily put on the field with Lance stepped on it. And like you're saying, he had to come with a huge wow effect for him to win the job. If not, he was sitting for the year and I get it. I mean, I I understand why that brings hesitation for the following season. And I mean, it's all going to be on his maturation and growth if he's going to make it and be something big. And I mean, again, so for my evaluation, it's, it's gotta be that arm talent. Do you have it or do you not like the hurts? He can't throw that far. And and you want a guy that can chuck it down the field, but at the same token, we've seen a thousand guys who can chuck it 70, 80 yards down the field and they just can't be accurate for shit. So Mm -hmm. there's a, there's a lot of things. Right. Kyle Bowler, perfect example. Joe Flacco at times, perfect example. I mean, but it, it is what it is. And I think that I like him. I think that he has room to grow. It's just it's going to be on him and the coaching staff to get him there. Yeah. And if anybody can get him there, Kyle Shanahan is the type of offensive genius, I think, that could figure it out. I I, so. He's got some more hope there than he would have in maybe some other franchises. Agreed. Plus, he's got Debo Samuel. Plus, he's got Debo. And George Kittle. <laughs> And Eli Mitchell. Mm. Uh, that piece yeah. is interchangeable in the backfield. It's, it's true. Ethan could be the running back for the San Francisco 49ers from Russia 600. Definitely not. You were talking earlier about running. You'd be a fullback. You'd yeah, jogging slightly. Well, Mike Allstott, yeah. 2.0. Yeah. Natron means. Let's go. Yeah. Natron yeah. means. You can take over for um, Kyle Juszczyk. Natron means. That's a name I haven't heard in years. Oh my gosh. The next Peyton uh, Hillis. Heck yeah. <laughs> Madden cover, baby. That's Let's right. go. That's right. Um, what about the Chiefs? Like, they're the other team that lost. Obviously, I think we're all pretty much they in did? agreement that they're, uh, yes. Oh, shit. Jake. God, do you even watch football, Jake? Do you even watch football, bro? That game was interesting because in that second half, Patrick Mahomes' passer rating was under 2%. And I mean, or two points. And to me, this Bengals defense was not good enough to do this. I almost feel like the entire team ran out of gas, 21 to three or whatever it was. And I was saying this, I was hoping they'd run out of gas versus Buffalo, but I think they used all their their Superman strength on my Buffalo Bills, and then it just came crashing down at the end. 
Well, here's what I think, Chouse. Watch and out. And I hate to be this guy. Don't name drop me before you start your thought, please. <laughs> here's what I yes. think, Chouse. Okay. Keep your name out. I think that Shit. we would be looking at a four straight Super Bowls for this Chiefs team had they not drafted Clyde Edwards Slayer and instead drafted Jonathan Taylor. Agreed. The team, the thing that's wrong with this Chiefs team right now is that they can go up huge and they cannot just, just run out the clock. Clyde Edwards Slayer can't do it. Darrell Williams can't do it. None of the guys on their team are gonna dr- are gonna just grind a clock down the way that Jonathan Taylor does. And they could have had Jonathan Taylor. That's what this team they ran out of gas because uh they only run on like just kerosene. I mean, this team just goes as hard and fast, and then they just disappear. They can't run a clock down. They try to do it and they suck at it. So you either run at a hundred miles per hour or you, the engine just stops running. There's no in between with this team. There's no second half grind the clock down huge, you know, just basically have a guy that just runs and runs and runs. That's what they need. And they don't have it because they drafted a dude that was riding on the, basically the curtails of possibly potentially the greatest uh, college offense of all time with easily the two best wide receivers in college football and the best quarterback. In college I hated that. See, I hated that pick too, man. I couldn't stand it. That's a terrible pick. Jonathan Taylor was everything that the chiefs needed. And they went with a guy who was his, all of his offense. If you look at that LSU offense, he was inflated by the fact that he was playing with the two best wide receivers in college football. Not just the best wide receiver in college football, the two best wide receivers in college football. I'm very confident in saying that because one guy came in the league and broke the rookie receiving record. And then the next guy came in the league the next year and broke that record again. So they were easily the two best guys in college football at that moment. And he had the best quarterback in college football that year. I'm sorry. Like the chiefs screwed up. Like they could have taken a grinder, a just absolute man child and Jonathan Taylor. And they got cute. And they took the little bitty scat back that catches a lot of passes. And I'm sorry, that was, that was a mistake that they made. I was stunned that they did not put away this Bengals team. Couldn't believe it. Could not believe it. I said last week that the only way that you're beating the Chiefs is if you stop Travis Kelsey or Tyree Kill. You have to stop one of the two. They didn't stop either of those guys the whole game. Really, the only thing they did was they had a defensive lineman drop back and spy Pat Mahomes genius. Like, yeah. I mean, like, genius. okay, does it, is it like world beating? I didn't think it would be. It like, confused because he hadn't seen it. That was the difference. I mean, it was different for sure. And give a lot of credit to Sam Hubbard, dude. Like he legitimately dropped mm-hmm. back and made two huge plays in that game and made a ton of just, I mean, that dude, he showed some serious nuts. So Whoa. Sam Hubbard, probably the MVP of that game outside Seems of the kicker. Because of course, everyone's going to give credit to the kicker. Uh, but sorry. Dude, he's got like, a name. Oh, Evan, Evan McPherson. 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 Striking fear in the heart. Watch, watch, his, watch his TikTok that he did his senior year at Florida. Yeah, man. The one yeah. where he kicks the ball and knocks the, the bottle, bottle cap top. off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was pretty damn sick. right. That was, that was sick. That was pretty, pretty sick. sick. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm just surprised that this chiefs team is like, hasn't figured this out yet. Like that they need a running back that can grind down the clock and they don't have it. Maybe that's Leonard Fournette. Hmm. Now it's, it's let funny, me, man. 
let me ask you this just to play devil's advocate. So in 2019, when they won the Super Bowl, they used almost like a stable of running backs, you know, between a, a 30 plus year old LaShawn McCoy, Damian Williams, uh, Darrell Williams, even Darwin Thompson got into the mix a little bit. They never really had that go to guy, you know, but they were still able to find a way to win. So I'm wondering what the difference is between that team and, and this year's team. And I think that has to do with gas. Like, which is expensive. Like flatulence. Flatulence. That's free. That doesn't cost you anything. <laughs> like the methane? Me- the methane. About? Yeah, okay. I'm talking methane. Methane. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying that these two are comparable at, you know, from a talent standpoint, but like Damien Williams is 5'11, 225. Like he's a pretty decent sized back. And they did use a committee, but like, I'm sorry, like no Clyde Edwards Slayer is not striking fear into the hearts of any defense. And I don't think that they needed him to, but he's just not, he's not doing it. Like the point is, is like that pick possibly cost them a Super Bowl and another appearance in the Super Bowl. Like that was a horrible decision. And we've seen them lose games because they cannot just grind the clock down when they need to. Like there's no reason the Bengals should have been able to come back in this game. No, there's when, no reason. Even when they, when they got down, I was like, well, here we go again. Chiefs, Chiefs going to take it. And, I think a lot of people thought that. And it, yeah, they can't grind on the clock, but even if they had somebody that could, do they even use them? I don't, I'm not even, it, it's hard because you look at what they had and okay, so it was a mixture of CEH and it was Jarek McKinnon and we saw Daryl Williams at times, but nobody, Derek Gore was in there at time. Like nobody was ever committed to consistently. It's like their entire offense is just built around, you know, the, the short passing game is going to be our running game. We'll check down to Jarek McKinnon from time to time. We'll hit Travis Kelsey across the middle to move the chains. But they're just not a running team, which is really weird because Andy Reid is somebody that you would think could really find a way to utilize any running back in that backfield. And, and kind of like a, a San Francisco. The names can be whatever they are. They're going to they're gonna be successful in San Francisco because of the offense that Kyle Shanahan runs. I kind of expect Andy Reid to be able to do the same thing, but for whatever reason, they're just stuck in their ways because it worked a couple of years ago, and they just haven't realized that, hey, maybe we need to start switching things up a little bit. Defenses are starting to understand things. We're starting to get these different looks. Like you talked about Hubbard, we're seeing that, you know, the pressure that Tampa Bay caused two years ago. Yeah, you know, all that stuff is just adding up, and now people got a playbook against the Chiefs, and they're just not catching people by surprise anymore. And that's that's where it kind of I've noticed throughout the season, and, and Chouse mentioned it um, specifically on the pod earlier in the year when the Chiefs were having their struggles. Is defensive, they're not necessarily figuring them out, like they can't stop them, but they're finding ways to slow them down. And I feel like the play calling on the offensive side of the ball just hasn't changed. You know, it's going to be all right. It's going to be. Kelsey, it's going to be Hill, a little bit of, of Hardman thrown in here and there, but we're just going to keep airing it out and we're going to throw it 50 times a game. And we're just going to hope that the same formulas work that, you know, has been working for us over the last two or two or three seasons. So I don't know if it's necessarily the personnel, but I think it's the play calling and the lack of creativity, especially, especially this season that we've seen that has really held back the chiefs and allowed opposing teams to kind of catch up a bit. It was funny in that game, too, if you guys noticed that the first half, the Bengals were playing too high the entire first half. And and they were trying to rush with their four, kind of like how the Bills try to do it as well. And and they weren't getting to Mahomes at all. And when they did, again, Mahomes was doing his uh, Houdini shit and getting out of the pocket. They altered that in that second half where they did show double high safeties 
But then Bates was the guy basically playing center field and covering both ends, whoever was going deep. That's why he got that pick on that play 13 seconds into OT, if that's what it was, right? I mean, it, it was just unbelievable how they changed and altered everything on that defense to be more confusing. It wasn't necessarily, you know, we're going to give you the motion. You know, we're in man coverage, whatever. You saw, like uh, Ethan said, you're dropping that, that defensive lineman as a spy when you know he's going to that one side. That's film study all day long and then you're rotating your safeties when your free safety was coming down you you rotated Bates back up and he was able to make a play like the shit in that second half was absolutely genius by Cincinnati the adjustments they did I mean I I was screaming at the TV I'm like why are you continuing playing too high when you can't get pressure on Patrick Mahomes they altered that and then ultimately it gave him two extra possessions would gave him the to able uh, the ability to score points yeah and that's what we saw at the beginning of the first half of the season for the most part. A lot of defenses playing that too high because they didn't necessarily have a Jesse Bates or a Jordan Poyer or a safety that could cover the entire backside of that field. So you did have those two safeties back at all times just to prevent to prevent the big play. You know, that home run ball that the Chiefs love to go with time and time again. And like you said, the adjustments that the Bengals made in that game was absolutely phenomenal. And, you know, 13 seconds into it, Jesse Bates made the play. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, I, I'm i not hurt feelings at all. I love seeing other teams in the Super Bowl. I mean, yes. I, I love seeing the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Yes. I, I love seeing that kind of stuff. And even though the Rams maybe, maybe it would have been cooler to see the 49ers in there from just a fan perspective. But I mean, it's, I, I like to see this kind of type of diversity in the, in the Super Bowl. Yeah. It, it makes it more fun every year instead of having the same teams year in and year out. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think the AFC especially is going to be fun to watch for the next whew, a long time, long time, yeah. many, many years. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they are they are loaded at quarterback over there. Um, NFC, we'll see. You know, maybe we'll get some you know some high end quarterbacks. I think the league is in a way better spot than I expected it to be three or four years ago when I saw these guys getting older. I mean, we have had some studs come into the league; they're changing. Uh, how I view, you know, where the league is heading. Um, and we got to remember, like, Patrick Mahomes is 26 years old. Like, mm-hmm. yes. Do I think that there have been a couple times in his career where defensive schemes have really messed with him and he has not adapted well? Yes. But, like, 26 years old, man, like, he could get even better. Mm-hmm. You know, five years from now, he's only going to be 31, and you're not going to be able to trick him anymore. You know, he's going to have seen – a lot of these defensive changes, he's going to be a lot more patient. He's not going to be so superhero-y as he continues to get older. That is terrifying to think of because, I mean, he can still light it up with the best of them. He's still going to keep them competitive for as long as they have this offense put together. Like, they are going to be terrifying to try to to beat and game plan for. Um, But it is exciting to see that I would say two years ago, I thought it was going to be Patrick Mahomes just, like, running the league for a decade. And now it's like, oh, wait a second, like Josh Allen is going to compete with this guy all the time. Joe Burrow is going to give him a run for his money. Like he is not by himself anymore as kind of the top guy that is, you know, top young guy. And who knows? I mean, three or four years from now, we might be looking at just a, a just totally different landscape once again. And, and he is, you know, ultimately an amazing quarterback, but I just think that we haven't even, we're not even close to seeing what he's going to be. I mean, it, it really is uh, incredible. Like, I don't know if he's going to be Tom Brady level of winning, but he's definitely that talented and has put it together an incredible resume. So 
uh, it's going to be fun to watch, I think. The, the last thing I'll say on it is this, is maybe we, we look at the Chiefs too much and we say, what's wrong with the Chiefs? Instead of looking at the other teams in the NFL, giving them credit, saying maybe the Chiefs are still what they are, but the difference here is other teams are now better than they used to be. So now... Yeah. You know, Patrick Mahomes going out there and getting a twenty-point lead used to be devastating because their other the other offenses he was going against couldn't you know combat that. Now with the firepower all throughout the league, a twenty-one point lead isn't safe anymore because there's too many quarterbacks that are too good with too many you know weapons on that roster to make up those differences now. So so Mahomes just doesn't have that cushion that he used to have. Yeah. And, and one thing I will say is that to the oh no, no, oh man, what you just I was say? just gonna say the the. What? the Amount of talent out of the out of the AFC for young quarterbacks. I mean, the number of quarterbacks in the AFC that are 26 years old and younger. I mean, there are six or seven right now that are easily top 10, top 12 quarterbacks in the league. The AFC is getting younger. The NFC is starting to kind of not weed out. I don't want to say the word weed out, you know, the, the older players, but guys like Brady are starting to retire. Rodgers is on his way out. So you have this younger group, you know, led by Kyler Murray for the most part in the NFC, but the AFC is going to be, the Super Bowl is going to go through the AFC as far as I'm concerned for the next eight to 10 years because of the level of talent that they have at the quarterback position in all of each division in the AFC. So what you said is Baker Mayfield is going to go to the NFC and try to get to the playoffs. I mean, as far as his level of like competence and football ability, he probably should be in the NFC. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, Jake. <laughs> I thought you'd like that one. <laughs> Baker hate. It is his hate. I'm tired though, guys. It's too long. I'm talking too long. I'm parched. My beer is gone. You know what? That's why that's Mike, a rookie mistake, Chuck. You bring backups like I, I do, know, and that I, way you I, never you run out. You didn't bring backups. We all saw you get I, up and leave. I, I, no, yeah, I got right. up you to lie. leave to go. I I got up to leave to go pee, not to get another beer. Oh. I had all of them here on the table. That was a quick pee. Well, I'm out of coffee, so I think we're closing this one out. <laughs> I guess okay, this is okay. where we end. <laughs> that's where we end. So on that note, that is the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Man, there's too many of us to name off the Twitter handle, so just go follow us on Twitter. Go find us. We're there. Go find us. It's good stuff. But anyway, to all listeners, thank you for all the support. And until next time, stay safe and be kind to each other. I'm out.